more and we're taking another deep dive into kitchen hacks so if you haven't seen these videos before go check them out at youtube official rob or at official rob glasser uh youtube channel um and we're gonna have some fun so let's get into this because we got a little surprise for you too um all right let's go All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us today. This is Everyday Heroes. Oh, I'm Rob. This is Everyday Heroes, the series that covers all the informational, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> all the informational, educational, and always fun videos. <coughs> oh, excuse me. <coughs> Dry sneeze. Um, sorry, didn't mean to shoot up there. Um, before we begin, we actually have a new apron in our store with our Everyday Harris logo. So if you guys want to go check it out, go grab it. It is pretty inexpensive and it is great for anybody who is a kitchen lover and it's almost the holidays. So why not grab one for the holidays for the kitchen lover in your life? Now today we're going to be pulling from foodmeanderings.com, 21 useful cooking hacks, tips, and tricks. We're only going to go over some today. So if you want to learn or uh, see more, Go check it out, but I'm really excited about the apron. It looks really, really cool, guys. All right, so how many times have you been in the kitchen you're just like, ugh, why can't I figure out something to make this easier? Well, there are ways to do it, and usually you might already have the items, and you might not realize that it actually can work. So first up, shredding meat of any sort, any protein, uh, beef, pork, chicken, whatever it is, such a pain in the butt, right? Well, if you have a stand mixer or hand mixer, you can actually use it to pull pork. Now, yes, there is those ones you can buy and they're really expensive, but you probably have a stand mixer already at home. Set it on, you know, start from low and go to high, obviously watch it, and watch your mixer do its thing. You're gonna have shredded beef or pork or chicken in no time and you even got to keep your hands clean too, right? Because you don't have to dig through all that stuff. That's a pretty good one. I think that's pretty genius. Anybody who did that one, that's awesome. Um, <clears throat> well, keep that stand mixer out because if you don't have a bread machine, you can still make dough. You can actually knead your dough in a stand mixer. Could be pizza, bread, whatever it is you're making, excuse me, you can't, oh, excuse me, guys, you can knead it in your stand mixer. Now, sometimes if you do have an upgraded one, you might even have a little button that says bread or, you know, pizza crust. But like I said before, start it low and then go through. You as a chef who is already making dough or, uh, you know, dough from hand, you probably know the uh, speed, right? So just play it by, you know, watch it, play it by ear, see what you're doing, and you're going to have kneaded dough in no time. And again, clean hands. Stuff is great, isn't it? All right. <clears throat> Did you know you can freeze your butter and grate it into recipes with a cheese grater? Huh. Many times you have to use a little bit of butter to make your food. Well, why not? make it a little easier. All you're going to do is 
well, freeze it, take that cheese grater, and grate over whatever it is you need. Uh, this particular <laughs> article uses it for scones, pies, uh, and crumbles, but you can probably put it on whatever you need, and it's less mess. You see a trend here, guys. Less messy? That's pretty cool. All right, we got more, don't worry. Preserve your herbs by placing them in ice cube trays with water, a little oil, and then freeze them. So this is a simple freezing technique, or this is better than simply freezing, they say, because you don't dehydrate them. So how do you do it? Well, let's see, there's four steps. They say you take two steps, or two tablespoons, sorry, of your fresh chopped herbs, put them in the ice, uh, press them into the ice cube trays. Um, add a drop of olive oil, fill the ice cube uh, holes with water, freeze until solid. Once they are solid, move them to a storage bag. They'll last apparently up to six months. That's pretty crazy. And to use them, drop them directly in your soup or sauce or whatever it is. And if you're using it with, and you don't want to have excess water, um, thaw them out, and then throw the herbs into your dish. Pretty neat. Now, I didn't know that because I thought, er well, okay, they're talking fresh herbs, so I guess that makes sense. I know you can get the, um, you know, coarse and the chopped and all that stuff already. So if you are a lover of fresh herbs, if you have a garden maybe, if you do that indoor garden system, this will be a great thing for you because you're probably going to be growing a large majority, and this way, you're not going to let any go to waste. <clears throat> you can, let's see. Okay, you can also turn your overripe and spoiling fruit into pure sugar-free popsicles and fruit cubes. You cut up the overripe and spoiling portions and puree them. Weird. Interesting. Hmm. All right. It's kind of a side note to that one, too. All right, so next up, they have some, you know, one or two cooking tips. First one they have here, use a microplane grater or zester for scraping the burnt part off of overdone toast. Oh, interesting. So uh, those are those flat ones, I believe. And you're going to really just scrape off that stuff. That way your toast still pretty edible and doesn't look so gross. I, for one, kind of like overdone, I'm weird, but I know my wife does not like burnt anything, so it should be a great thing for her. It's kind of cool. <clears throat> How about getting rid of that fishy taste from saltwater type fish? You can soak it in milk. Apparently, you soak it in for two hours, and then boom, you make your fish. Um, interesting. Um, my guess is maybe there's some sort of uh, acid in the milk that probably gets rid of the smell and makes better tacos. All right. Did you know you can peel kiwi with a spoon? That is crazy. Oh, okay, yeah. So because the skin in the kiwi is so soft, you can actually, you stick it in, 
and you rotate around in one complete circle and it comes out whole. You can't eat the skin, so instead of slicing it and peeling it, you scoop it. You're almost you're literally almost scooping it right out of the of the husk of its of its you know the, the skin, right? <clears throat> of its skin, right? Um, but this actually is really cool. I, I didn't the terminology was a little weird, but yeah, you literally can scoop it up. This stuff is pretty neat, guys. All right. Sometimes you gotta make a substitution, right? So for uh, buttermilk, um, let's see. Okay, so you would uh, one tablespoon of vinegar per cup of milk. Milk. This is a lighter alternative to buttermilk. So if you are on a diet or you're looking at counting calories, vinegar will help do that. In the same instance, you can substitute. Um, for canned cream of anything, apparently. So instead of one can of soup, you can use two tablespoons of butter, three tablespoons of flour, um, half a cup of milk, and a half a cup of chicken broth. Um, you mix those things together, and you're gonna have a lighter, um, a little healthier um, mix. Again, if you're cool with the canned soups, go for it. But if you're looking for a lighter alternative, there you go. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry about that. Ticks, guys. All right. Place a glass over your soft-boiled egg if you take it out before it's ready. If your boiled egg is a little undercooked, put the top back on and put it under a tall glass for a few minutes until it reaches, reaches the desired doneness. Interesting. Hmm. Some other tips for soft-boiled eggs. Place your egg in cold water in a small pot over high heat and bring to a boil. Once boiling, reduce to medium-low and put your head uh, toast in the toaster because it's going to be ready. When your toast is ready, butter it and then take your egg out and cut it in half. Should be perfect. Now the time it takes to make toast, you're good. Um, all right, let's see. All right, this is like the last one we're gonna do here. Poached eggs in the microwave. So, spray the inside of a coffee mug with nonstick cooking spray, similar to when you make those uh, cakes in a, in a mug, if you remember those videos I've done. Break the egg into the mug, pop in the microwave for 30 to 40 seconds. Um, with it cover, they say this is critical, probably because you don't want it exploding. Um, excuse me. And then using a um, a knife, gently scrape around the mug to loosen it and pop the egg out. Um, they say that sometimes the egg will pop if you're, if, well, it's, if it's cooked too long, which is why you want the lid so it doesn't explode um, into your microwave. All right, guys, that is pretty cool. What do you think? What was your favorite one here? Again, one more time, if you haven't seen yet we just put up this embroidered apron uh great for the holidays great for you chefs in the house or maybe you're the chef and of course if you want to see more from what we talked about today check out foodmarionews.com it has all the tips and tricks plus more that we didn't talk about today all right you guys thank you so much for joining us just because it's the weekend doesn't mean we don't stop working we work all the time so we have two more days of fun for the end of this week and then monday Bam, we start a brand new week. We got a new Minding Your Mental Health 
and a new Ultra Universe Live, which actually kind of connects to mental health, which is kind of cool. See if you like it. I, you're going to like it. Until then, guys, stay curious and have a wonderful afternoon, night, 